Testing one, two, we're good. And welcome. Okay. We have to go inside. Nah, that's right, I'll stand. You can stand there. I'll stand here, so it's like a... And welcome back to another episode of Underdog. Uh, today we have a very special guest in, but uh, before we go there, I just want to give a quick shout out to the boys over at Nation Pretty Free for the best podcast gears right here. Right, you got the best, the best, uh, best kit you can find. You can find them on nationprettyfree.com. So go on there and uh, use my code. Uh, I don't have a code. So uh, today we have a very special guest today. As you guys can see, he's over here. He's not far from where he actually sleeps. This is my brother Horace Wallace. And as you can see, there's also my little co co star here, my co host. You want to just quickly introduce yourself there, co-host? I'm Jasmine, a.k.a. Jazzy Fizzle. <laughs> At Jazzy Fizzle. <laughs> At Jazzy Fizzle. At but today we've got, a, as I said before, is a very special guest. He is my brother. But uh, before we carry on about what we're going to be talking about, I want to say welcome to the podcast, man. Man, thank you for having me. Thank you. Oh, fuck, thank you You're for welcome. letting us in your room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, welcome. Welcome, guys. But uh, we've got a few things that we want to cover today, man, but... Um, I really wanted you on today because uh, I really like your story, yeah, even though I know your story because you know, we're brothers. But um, your story of <laughs> when you first came to Sydney to uh, where you are now. But uh, before we go to where you are now, you want to just uh, you know, let everyone know what is your story, man? Why do I, why do I smile when I tell people about your story? Oh, man, it's crazy. It's crazy. I've only been here. I remember, you know, you guys telling me about this place, you know, you guys are, you know what, we moved into the area, Zetland. And I was like, you know what, I'll come and stop over. So I flew over uh, for the week. So I had a ticket for a week um, to, and plus go back to New Zealand. Um, I remember coming here for a week and um, crashed on the couch. Um, then you guys, a couple of days after. Hotel. I know, I know, I know. You still crashed on the couch. So I crashed on the couch and um, I remember just sitting around. I remember you guys are uh, going to work and I'm like, you know what, man, I'm getting a little bit bored. So I started, went down to Coles, went and gave me something to eat. Um, and I walked past it. A couple of times I actually walked past this time and uh, I saw this, and a virgin active as a gym. So, uh, you know what, I just went to Coles, got my food, came back. You know what, I want to stop by and uh, have a look. So I went up, had a look around. I go, hey, do you mind if I have a quick look around at this gym? And I came back down, you know what, man, I really enjoyed this gym. And I was like, um, asked reception, hey, you guys got anything opening? You got any opportunities here? And they go, no. So they gave me an email. <laughs> so they gave me an email. They're like, hey. No. No. All there, no. no. So they gave me an email. Hey, give this a go. So I remember sending my CV through um, a couple of hours later. And then a couple of days later, um, Jay, one of the managers at um, Virgin Active, called me. He goes, hey, yeah, he's awesome, dude. Um, asked me, hey, Horace, um, do you want to come in for an interview? I think it was a Thursday, and I had a flight on a Tuesday to go back home. And um, Wait, a Tuesday before the Thursday? Yeah. So... Oh, so Tuesday you fly back, but the Thursday was your interview. Yeah, so he asked me to come on Thursday, and um, I was like, yeah, sure. Um, but I was still 50-50 at the time. You know, that's, that's, a, that's a pretty big thing. That's a pretty big step. Like it's just, And it's not a guaranteed move. That's like an interview. Yeah, I know, I know. So um, I said to him, yeah, sure, I'll be there. So um, I, I took it as an opportunity. You know, I was like, you know what, I'll, I'll sit around, and I'll stay, stay poor and actually go to this interview, and... Um, and I turned up and I went to the interview. 
Wait, before we go to the interview phase, so you gave up your flight. I gave up the flight. How much was that? That was a pretty expensive, because you booked that quite last minute too, wasn't Yeah, it was a last minute flight, but... Um, yeah, it was in New Zealand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was in New Zealand. Nah, man, it was a, a business class. We're really petty. Hey. Uh, but this is where I want to go to. We'll go to the interview, because I feel... I, I know the story, so that's why I smile, because it's a pretty funny story. <laughs> so yeah. how, how did the interview go down, man? You know, I rocked up with a shirt, a button top on, like all dressed up. <laughs> Nightclub shirt. Man, I rocked up with a nice shirt really on. <laughs> yeah, I sat there and I waited and Jay and um, Jay and Sarah, one of the other managers who look after the PTs, um, they rocked up and I'm like, it's just normal gym clothes. And I'm like, man, I should be interviewing you guys. <laughs> so I was a, yeah, I was way overdressed. But you now those two, Jay and um, Jay and Sarah, awesome people. And you know, they made that whole interview process um, very comfortable. Felt so comfortable. And then I remember them going, you know what? We'll go for a walk around the gym. So they took me around the walk uh, for a walk. And they're like, so in this room, you'll be doing if you do get the uh, job. You will be teaching this um, class, and I was like, "Oh yeah." They're like, "Oh, it's a power plate." I was like, "Oh yeah." Um, so you will be. Have you done a power plate class before? I was like, "Yeah, yeah, plenty of times." Yeah. So I walk past. They're like, "Have a look." And I'm like, "This is a power plate. This will be." I was like, "What the fuck is that? What is that?" So basically, to be clear, you didn't, you don't have a fucking clue what a power plate. Nah, is. hell no. You ain't gonna show no weakness. <laughs> hell no. You, what the hell it's is that? Roll. Nah, so I was like, yeah, sure. I've done plenty of those before. Did they have a feeling you're alive? Nah. <laughs> no, so man. suck him in power plate class. No, yeah. <laughs> he started, remember? Yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah, you like power plates? Yeah, I know, I know. Then we went upstairs, and um, I know everyone knows F45 kind of style of training. Yeah, um, so they had, yeah. So they, in, uh, in Virgin Active, they had their own kind of take. It's called um, Grid. Um, so uh, Sarah, she looks after all the classes, and she goes, um, "Hey, um, you'll be teaching this as well." Um, so you'll be doing all these classes and I was like, oh, okay. So there was a class on at the time. I was like, wow, what the hell are those? <laughs> and like, so you done all this before, eh? It says in your CV. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I've done it all. So um, we went back downstairs and Jay was like, you know, I'll give you a call back. So I went home. I actually told myself, I need to book another ticket. <laughs> I need to go Mom, back home. Dad, I'm, coming I, home. I'm coming home. Get my room ready. Yeah, so oh yeah. So basically I said to myself, man, I was like, I'm going home, man. Like they, they probably already know that I can't do any of those classes. <laughs> they probably yeah. But and then Jay called me uh, later on, he was like, you know what? Uh, you start on Monday. Shit. So yeah, you, well, obviously you ended up getting the job. Were you a bit surprised? I was very surprised. <laughs> you know, I was very surprised. I went with that. I went with that mentality of uh, you know, get the job first and then figure it out later. You know, mm. and then learn how to do it later. Fuck, that's funny, man. But if you yeah. think about it, it's funny how it all started out like. Um, in a way, they took a chance on you, because right? I'm well, they, sure there's a few more candidates a lot more stellar yeah. on the CV than you. Nah, man, so they definitely took... <laughs> even now, we still joke about it. They were like, you know What's what? The joke? Uh, Sarah reckons we're so happy that we took a chance on you, because it all kind of paid off. And it was very nice of her. 
But I think it was a, a little bit of a shot at me as well. Like, I don't know how to do any of those yeah, 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 yeah. So it was a little bit of a cheap shot. Yeah, fair mm. enough though. Yeah. Like, but I don't know, it's, it's a compliment in a way as well, you know. Like for them to say that means you're actually doing quite well. Fake it to you, mate. Yeah, hundred percent. Fake it to you, make it big time. Hundred percent. Well, I bet you're glad you didn't book that second flow. Yeah, almost. But now going on that, there's another thing as well. So only when you first started up. Well, you know, when you first started up, because like within three months, this is what gets me. Within three months, you were the fastest growing PT. In Australia, in Virgin Active Circle, hey. mm. so you're the fastest growing PT within three months, and this is a guy that has no bloody clue what a power plate is. Oh, fucking couldn't do a grid to save oh, his life. No. Before we move on, you, you, there was a failed uh, grid class you've done when they oh, gave no. when they, they gave you the job. They're like they're celebrating in the office. They're like, oh man, we made the right choice. <laughs> they give you their first grid class. How the hell, how did that go down? Man, it was terrible. <laughs> it was I think it was. Oh, I think I was the worst. I think I think some I got so many complaints from all the um from the members. I remember rocking up to my first class at the grid, and I was um because you know they, they I had to rush because I was doing one class. I did this power plate thing. I stayed up all night, um, <laughs> YouTubing, YouTubing. What the hell is a power plate? So I came over. Uh, yeah, moves to do on a power plate. So I stayed up all night to do that, and I had to rush and do a, a grid class straight after that. So I had no time to actually uh, learn what's on the grid. So basically I had to get there and just read it and explain what you know the exercises are. So um, I read, what the hell is a suicide push-up? <laughs> so I was reading through it and I couldn't understand any of these movements. So I started making up movements. <laughs> I started panicking. So I was like, okay, this is a suicide push-up. And I started making things up. And then these classes, they don't change and like every week they change mm. so the members already know what all these movements yeah, are yeah, yeah. They know you're fucking and they knew i was lying i was like they were like oh that's not it Horace. this is what nigel used to do yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you are yeah i know no, no. so after that class <laughs> big fail i so you learned what a suicide push-up was yeah almost what is a suicide, suicide push-up Oh, I almost committed suicide after that. Suicide prison was your career then. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah, I know. It was so, a flop. Oh, man, it was terrible. And I remember just coming downstairs and um, I was telling Sarah, I was like, Sarah, she asked me, she was like, how's your class going? I was like, great. Great. <laughs> I had a good class. Best class ever. And she was so nice. Sarah was such a nice, uh, she's so cool. She was so nice and she was like, you know what? You did you did very well, Horace. Some of the some of the members complimented you on your music. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, my music. That's all I got compliments. Yeah, your shit when they compliment your playlist. <laughs> she was so nice, and that's why she she said that. I was like, wow, yeah. So that's how my fail class straight, oh, yeah. straight off the bat. Straight off the bat. And you haven't done a grid since. Uh, it's it's not um. It's not by choice. I think they Cyril has been nice and better and go, you know what, Horace? You might be better at other things. You might be better at power plates. So I started getting heaps of power plates. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of power plates. Lucky that's your favourite. You wrote yeah, on your CVs. My favourite. Master at the power plates. <laughs> and now they, they called you a bluff. Oh, no, no, no. That's a, well, that's just how it goes sometimes. You get thrown in the deep end, you sink or swim, oh, and you yeah, sunk. I sunk big time, man. Group. I sunk. Well, that's all right, hey. But like at the end of the day, that's that's how you started. But like you know, it goes it goes as far as like where you are now. Mm. So when you start, as I said before, three months, man, you're the fastest growing PT. This is coming from a guy 
that doesn't know what a suicide press up, despite the fact you are a PT, and it's one of the <laughs> yeah. fundamentals as a PT to know what a suicide What is a suicide push up? Huh? Uh, I'm not a PT. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, like, but, but like, that's a testament to how far you've come. So you know that. Three months, fastest growing PT. What was your approach starting? This, you know, like all these blunders aside, what was your approach starting? Like, um, were you like trying to pump out all these numbers, or was it more? Was it a different sort of thing for you? Um, I think with me is that. I, I, before I even got the job, before I, hey, Horace, you got the job, um, I went on this mentality, you know what? No one knows me that well, so I'm going to go in there. My first thing is I want to be the most well-known guy there. That was my goal at the start. Um, it was nothing to do with numbers or signing contracts. It was just me going in there, and I wanted people to remember me. Yeah. And that's all it was. And um, by me doing that, I did stuff like, no, walking around, giving people a hand, you know, just introducing myself, big smile. Mm. Um, don't even, I don't even ask anything. It's just like, hey, do you want me to give you a hand with that? And they go, no, because I think they think that I'm trying to sell something. And I'm like, no, nah, man, I'll give you a hand. Give them a hand and I walk away. Um, and, I, and, and another thing that I do remember um, doing is something that I always did. I still do now. I have a bit of a, I have a, I have, I've always had a diary and, um, I always write people's names on there. If I write, it's just to remember someone for that day. Yeah. I've always tried to remember five people that whole day. And it's something silly, like um, if I see, let's say, Tom with ugly shoes, then I'm like, hey, Tom with ugly, <laughs> ugly shoes. Yeah, wears ugly shoes. So I so did all that stuff. So I remember, I know that everyone loves it when you remember their name. Mm. All right, they're like, oh, wow, he remembers me. So I went around in um, the first couple of weeks. Just took note of everyone. That's all I did was a hello, how are you? Be the nice guy. Do you want me to give you a hand? And eventually after that two weeks, people started thinking, you know what? This guy is just a nice guy. He just wants to give me a hand. He wants to give me a, he just wants to help. And then they started asking me, hey, do you mind, um, do you mind showing me how to do this? Do you mind showing me how to do this? I was like, yeah, sure, man. So I ended up, kind of showcasing what I know then I started selling myself that way um, and that I, was after you done all the, the, the grafting you have to just I, you know building that foundation that you're just a genuine dude trying to yeah. just help them just give out value without expecting anything eh? 100% and, um, and, and and it's true though you know PTs if you really want to become a PT you do do it for that reason of helping someone and if you do it that way people realise that and they notice that you do it for that reason mm. Um, so that's what I did. Um, I might be different. Everyone's a bit different. Mm. Yeah. No, that's good. That's real good. What do you reckon? Yeah, it's good. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Co-host. Yeah, it's good. Um, but no, that's good, man. I, I, I understand that, eh? Because like, everyone has their own little um, sort of approach. Some trainers go in just for the fact, you know what? I'm going to try to sign up as many people as I, I can in the so first place. money. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. You know, everyone has their... Everyone yeah. has their own drive, but um, you, but you, you've always sort of been good with people that way. Like you, yep. you might not understand like everything that's going on, but you understand people. I've always been good with people. You know, you know, I have my background in sports. Um, when it comes to coaching rugby, it's something that I've always been good at. Um, just realizing people are all different. You know, um, in a rugby sense, I know that. When um, we're always dealing with different nationalities, different 
uh, just different personnel, different characters. Um, different characters. So instead of going in there and just saying, you know what, I want to treat you the same as everyone else. So I started adapting a bit better. Um, and I took that um, same mentality when I came into uh, PT, really. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and it's starting to show now. I like that. Like, yeah, I was, you know, um, piggybacking off that coaching off that uh your, you know your background in coaching do you think that was coming into you know more of an avenue where it's a one-on-one do you think your background in coaching was an advantage 100 percent. it's like completely different eh? like when you're coaching you're, you're dealing with a, like a team yeah. like a group mm. and like coming to one-on-one was it a big difference and did you see it as massive, an advantage? massive difference um you know i felt the first couple of days i thought it was quite you know it's quite intimidating because you, you're trying to deal you know, one person at a time. Um, but with my coaching background, you started knowing, you know what, you started to adapt a bit better with different, uh, just different people. Um, and at the gym we at here at Virgin Active, we have so many different um, nationalities. We know a lot of Chinese, um, you know, and then mixed up with all these different uh, nationalities. So it does help, 100% it does. So you had top three sessions in Australia, also went back-to-back monthly competitions for the most contracts signed, all within five months. What do you credit all those achievements to? Um, that's a good question. I think for me, is, um, I've always been good at connecting. I think what I did from the start, I uh, kind of like snowballed to where I'm at right now. Um, I set the foundation strong from the start by just being that guy that people remember by just want to help, having a good chat, remember everyone's name. Um, and then people remember that. And I think now is when, when I'm, I wouldn't say I'm trying to sell contract. Um, I'm more like trying to sell myself, sell my services because we are in, in a business of service. Mm. Um, if you put that first, make them feel like they're number one, then contracts eventually for me came easy because of that. Yeah. Um, and and also um and also I've learned a, a lot of stuff from a few few experienced trainers there. I, I wouldn't forget I wouldn't forget them. You know, when I first started as a guy, um, uh, uh, Rod, we call him Rodriguez. Rodrigo. Yeah, rocking man. Uh, he's my guy, man. He's, um, I know, he, when I first got there, he was the connecting king. Mm. So I took a little bit of, um, you know, he was always, he gave me some tips on remembering people's names. Um, just, just remember two or three names a day. And I started doing that and it worked. Um, there's a guy, my man, Sean, when I first started, oh, yeah, Sean. <laughs> yeah, he, you know, he, yeah, he, um, Daddy. Yeah. Shredder Daddy. Shredder Daddy. Yeah. Shredder Daddy. Yeah. Yeah. Shredder Daddy. When I first started, he was like, uh, very helpful, just showing me how to help people. You know, like um, with um, you know, like going up to people and uh, um, basically just helping people. That's what he was doing. He was really good at it. So I took that from him. I took um, uh, remember people's names from Rod and how he talked to people, and uh, Jay. Jay was not a big one. He um. Good dude. Jay, yeah, again, he's a guy, man. He's the man because he always gave straight up feedback. I love honest people, and he's very honest. Um, yeah, no, they, like I say, like obviously, but I mean, 
Due to time purposes, yeah. three will do. Three oh, will do. yeah, 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 yeah. There's the yeah. so many of them. Time restraint over here. But that's pretty cool, man. Honestly, one of the things I'm most proud of, especially when I go over there, is like, when I go and I talk to the trainers, because I'm pretty tough with the trainers too. <laughs> and like, one thing they all say is like, bah, man, your brother, he's, he's a hard worker. He's a hard worker. He's always in doing well, doing well, hard worker. And it was like, uh, which is funny. Like, I remember going through high school. It was annoying, actually. When I go through high school, everyone's like, hey, you're Horace's brother. They don't, they don't really know me by name. And then it's, it's kind of like, I, I grew out of that. I, you know, I became my own man. And then I came into the gym and everyone's doing the same. Hey, you're Horace's brother. <laughs> but I actually yeah. don't mind that, especially like the stuff you're putting up, man. Top three in Australia for sessions within a span of like five months. And like, um, bro, which is funny. Like also, your back-to-back competitions, what, you won those bloody, what'd you win those, uh, the first competition, what did you win? Man, I won, I think it was, oh, I forgot, but three, I think it was 300 um, for the voucher for Nike shoes. Um, and now I just won the recent one. I think it was, what was it? 250 Lululemon. Lululemon. Uh, why do you say it like that, mate? Thanks, Horace. Yeah, because <laughs> Horace gave it to Jess. Yeah, I just get, you know, it's, it's at least can do, but um, yeah, so that was good. No, that's, that's real good. good. Yeah. Uh, it's nice to see you get rewarded, you know, for your hard work and stuff. You know, even though you don't do it for the rewards and stuff, but it is a good incentive. But like, um, going off that, like, what? Well, to become like the fastest growing guy, you know, top three and sales, obviously it's funny, like people don't know, it's like where you guys are, it's like a Chinese dominated uh Yeah, big today. time, like, big when time. When I come to the gym, bro, honestly, like, no, I, yeah, like, there's just it's a lot of Chinese people. Oh like, man. Is that a challenge as a PT trying to sign up people? Yeah, 100%. When you don't, when the majority of people are Mandarin speaking? You know, if you, if you know how to speak Mandarin, <laughs> you're already... You're really, yeah, and everyone knows that. Even the trainers know that. It's, it's, you know, why not? You know, use it as an advantage. You know, if you know how to speak the language, man, go for it. It makes your job easier, and it's fine. Um, but for guys like uh, myself and a few other trainers that we do have to, um, I wouldn't say work harder. Um, we do actually have to work a bit smarter to try to, um, you know, try to get our sessions up or even try to get the Chinese over. You know, get a few Chinese clients. So. Yeah, it's a challenge, but, you know, it's part of the job. Yeah, yeah fair enough. And um, so, when you, obviously, to come to come this far within five months, there must have some big motivation factors oh. to sort of get you going, because it's not just a thing, you just come in, just try to smash out. What is your motivation? Um, You know, if you, you know me, you know me, Gideon, um, I'm very, very competitive when it comes to anything like even if something silly like i'm pretty competitive um well me is when i went into the gym i see some numbers i remember jay putting up numbers every uh every week of the top the top pts you know sessions a week sessions a week or top dog for the month um these numbers used to like and i used to be at the bottom like oh man damn man stuff this i want to be at the top man i want to be top dog um, so that kind of pushed me. I'm like, you know what? I want to be the best, but without um, trying to bring anyone down, you know. Like when I saw a guy there, his name is um, his name was Calvin. He is he pumps out the numbers. He's Calvin. like, if you know, oh. man. I, I'm, if you ask anyone, I'm always around Calvin when he was um, top dog for a couple of months. I'm always asking questions, and he's always he's a good dude. He was helping out, but I'm always asking him because he's the top dog, and I'm. Um, 
eventually I was thinking in my head that I wanted to be better than Calvin. But in the same term, like I know that he's really good at his job. So it was me just trying to push myself to be mm. better. Uh, just be better for myself. Mm. I wasn't uh, trying to bring him down. I was hoping no. for the best for everyone. And I remember you had a party. Yeah. That's another motivator right there. You remember that, eh, yeah. babe? I remember the, the you, party. That grinded your gears. <laughs> yeah. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. What was it? What happened there? Uh, explain. So, what, what, um, what, 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 no, what? We, we had some, uh, we had some, um, <laughs> no, name it, name it. No, name it. No, 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 um, we invited him over and we had a few drinks and um, I remember a few of the a few of one of the workers mentioning couple that <laughs> a couple of them saying that you know what um, you'll never be in the top 10 in Australia because you're not Chinese they said definitely no way you would be yeah. in the top 10 oh, yeah, definitely <laughs> and, no way and I hated that and I he was, they were so confident that you've got to be Chinese to be in the top and for me that really kind of um motivated me you know what just because you said that i'm just gonna prove both of you guys wrong mm. so um i hustled i hustled man from that day on even though i was hustling before from then on i had more drive to you know what man i'm gonna prove everyone wrong and i think i'm on the right track right now and just a lot of good people helping me on the way it was about three weeks later and you proved yeah, it. Yeah, it was yeah. about three weeks later. About three weeks, a month later. But like, you know, I, I believe it was a blessing in disguise because I was here. I, I was there. I, I, I had a little laugh. I remember, <laughs> I remember yeah. you were like, you were just saying, like, man, this is my goal. I want to be yeah. top 10. This is all you said. I just want to be top 10. You were just saying it out loud. You know, I want to be top 10 within the next uh, blah, blah, blah. And then a couple of them just had a little laugh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you won't. Like, yeah, you definitely, definitely no were. Way. Definitely that was, no that way. was the word that got me. No definitely way. Definitely no way. Yeah. Because you're not Chinese. <laughs> yeah. And like the fact that you turned that around, you used that as, you know, good fuel. It's not like, yeah, you know, you used it just yeah. to stick it back in their yeah. face. Or nah, no way, yeah. no way. Personally, you just let it, you know, you used it as a bit of a drive mm. to, you know, carry on doing what you're doing because you're doing well before anyone said yeah. anything. Yeah, so that was good. Like, um, once, once that happened, I was like, you know what, I'm going to do well. Um, had had a bit of a positive attitude towards it, and every day, um, like if you ask anyone there, five thirty in the morning, I had this little thing. Um, uh, me and this guy Isaac, he's one of the you know, one of the head trainers there. Yeah, nice guy, yeah. cool Real dude. Nice and me and Isaac, we call it um, uh, you know, who's opening the first quarter, like NBA the basketball term. So me and him are always like hustling like, who gets there early first oh, to, to open that. up. So we were there like um. Uh, the gym opens at 5.30 and sometimes I'm there at 5. He's sometimes he's there at uh, 10 to 5. And then it, it started being stupid. It started, it was like... Then we, yeah, then we, I think we, we looked at each other and um, we never said anything, but we think, you know what, 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 what we're doing is quite dumb and stupid. <laughs> like, let's just, let's both turn our back. Quarter pass, <laughs> quarter pass, all right. Uh, so, yeah, but that's good though. Like it's stuff like that. That's healthy competition. Yeah, like, that's hustled. Of, that's a that pushes you in the right way. Yeah. And I just want to quickly go back to when you said that um, 
when you when you hung around Kelvin, you asked Kelvin a lot of questions and yeah. stuff. And like I feel like a lot of people, like, especially in your position, you know, for PTs, people that are just coming in, they don't use yeah. that tool of asking smarter no. people questions because they, I believe anyway, I believe they think you know them asking the question proves that they don't know shit all, oh, which in fact is the complete opposite. The fact that you're asking questions means you want to know more. Yeah. I feel like uh, that, that's that's what I'm really what, what I grabbed off there. I'm quite proud of that. That you know you hung around people smarter than you, yeah, 100%. Like, ask them questions. You're feeding off them, and like I'm sure they didn't mind at all. You know, give nah. them a little insight on the what and what nots to do. Yeah. Now Kevin was there's a few there's a few I know that we, it's just I I can't name all of them, but um, at the time Kevin was top dog, and I remember him um, just giving little pointers about I asked him about Chinese um, clients. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was very, he said that, <laughs> he goes, this is his words, he said that Chinese people want to turn up and they don't want to get pushed too hard. <laughs> no, they want to turn up and you make them feel good and then they get out of here. Um, so I took that approach with uh, the Chinese clients. And Did it work? 100% work. Like um, the clients, the people are different. Um, Caucasian um you push them, they love it. Mm. Oh, push me harder, push me harder. They want to be pushed. Chinese, it's a little bit different. You know, you got to take it easier them, you know, and build rapport with them. And this is what Calvin has been telling me. And I'm like, listening, listening, listening. And when I finally got a couple of Chinese clients, I did the same. And now, my probably my top two clients right now are Chinese. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. And like it wasn't for that uh, that advice, there, you know. Oh, man. Uh, just little stuff like that. that yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah. I'm real good. I'm real glad. He's the man. Shout out to you there, Kelvin, mate. Great yeah. there. Uh, we'll chuck your tag. We'll chuck your hashtag later on, bro. Yeah, yeah. But um, and plus we have the same haircut. <laughs> it helps. We we, we got to stay yeah. together, right, Kelvin? What was your joke, baby? You always tell horrors about his face. I'm the fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> On that note, uh, do you think you being the fastest growing PT, being the fastest PT, does do you reckon having no hair helped? Yeah, oh, it made me different. Aerodynamics. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, everyone remember that guy. <laughs> oh shit, he's that guy with that shiny yeah, head. Yeah, fast <laughs> fella. Yeah. Eh? <laughs> but that's a good way to be remembered, man. What oh, do people man. call you? The egg. The egg. <laughs> man, they start calling me the egg. <laughs> Only one person that calls you the egg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But man, that is, that's bloody funny. It's funny that we, we talk about all these achievements, and it's even funnier the fact that like people think, ah, this guy's doing real well, which you are. But what they don't really, you know, people forget is that like, your bed is two meters behind you. Oh, no. It's a bed you roll up. You put in the corner of the room, and then you roll it back down every time you need to sleep. What we call a burrito. <laughs> a burrito. A burrito. Or, or a yoga mat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a yoga mat. Man, yeah. but like, I feel like you should take pride in that. No, listen, man. Like, um, You know, when I did rock up, um, look, I wasn't here. The, when I started working, I started busting ass to be the, the best that I can be. Um, me having a bed wasn't even an issue. I just got home, sleep, out of here, sleep, out of here. And I think now looking at it now, it just feels so 
it's actually quite nice you know like just coming home just crash and you know, on my burrito and then roll it back up and get out of here you know it's like a reflection on you i mix up mix it up man i mix it up and a funny thing about a funny thing about my burritos um i remember we went out for dinner and i got so sick of sleeping on that couch we saw this this burrito, this thin, thin mat about this much outside of someone's house. Um, so I, I think someone threw it out, eh? Yeah, someone threw it, it out. Yeah. No, I wanted to be seen with it. And I was so happy. I was like, man, I want that. Oh, man. Carried it all the, way the man carried it. I carried it all the way. The man rolled it up, put it over his shoulder. Eh? I was proud. Yeah, it was Christmas, man. I haven't yeah, seen yeah, someone yeah. so happy to see a yeah, piece man. of cushion. Yeah. But hey, looking back, it's cool, man. Like these little humble stories, these little oh, humble man. beginnings, man. Yeah. Oh, humble beginnings are still going. But like the fact that it is, man, that's pretty cool. I, I like that. I like you yeah. like that a lot. Yeah, I think it's funny. Yeah, yeah, funny. But you know what the challenge is with the um of the burrito though, is when you want to bring um <laughs> you know, a, a woman home, a woman home. You know, it's 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 very hard to um. Yeah, it's very it's really tough. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. How to break it to them? Yeah, They're yeah. like, "Oh, so where's your room?" Oh, yeah. <laughs> so this is the kitchen. This is my kitchen. <laughs> the first the room studio. has a kitchen yeah. in it. Eh? Yeah, uh, you got some bloody funny stories of that burrito. Know, man. Know, the man. last thing a girl <laughs> wants to see is a guy freaking do this flick his, <laughs> his bed out like that. Yeah, yeah. But no, all good fun, man. All yeah. good fun. But like, uh, oh well, back to our. Um, you know, back to our, our interview here. Like, um, I want to just quickly transition. Uh, well, right, I'll quickly transition to um, you're known over there as like the boxing guy now. You know, yeah. Like the boxing guy. Like, when people think boxing, like, oh, that's all horror over there. Does help that you have really nice videos, and um, <laughs> yeah, you know, and that just helps. You know, helps the image there. And but the thing is, like, that's what I want to ask. How did you fall into that niche? You know, obviously when you started, you were doing power plates, you're doing grits. But like you've you somehow found your way to the boxing niche. How 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 did you fall into that? Um, you know when you first started Virgin, they give you. I thought he was gonna say, you know Muhammad Ali. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. Muhammad. Yeah. <laughs> but when you first started Virgin, um, um, they give you, you know, you basically have to take anything, you know, like because you're new, you take whatever clients mm. they offer you or you pick up so when i first started i had shit loads of females who just want to do booty booty work and i've never coached females for booty work before so i've learned how to do it um and i've learned i've learned how to do it but i'll be honest i i don't like it i don't like doing that kind of stuff um so I started doing other things, all the power plate and all that. Um, I remember taking one class, one uh, boxing class, and I covered. I remember I covered for um, Tony. He's a black guy. Um, oh, was it? Well, it's, yeah, that's all right. Oh, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, he's describing the guy. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's very, yeah. So, yeah. So, I covered his class. I remember him saying, oh, hey, Horace, you're the new guy. And I was like, yeah, yeah. He's like, do you want to cover my boxing class? And Tony... His following is crazy. They love Tony. Um, so I rocked up to this class and they all look at me like, Who, you're not Tony. Yeah, you're, you're color. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> wrong shade. Hey, man. <laughs> so, um, and I think Tony never told his class that someone was covering his class. 
So everyone was there, full class. Tony always gets full classes. Everyone's there for Tony. Tony, yeah. Yeah, bloody Tony. <laughs> and anyway, um, I took a, I took this class and um, boxing. You know what? I went in there. I actually felt really comfortable. Did all the boxing stuff. And after the class, they and I have a lot of feedback from people. You're a new guy. I mean, that class was crazy. That was good. And it was very boxing. And like it was just boxing. Uh, it was something different. So um, I felt comfortable doing that. So for me, I think that was the first little step for me. You know what? I'll probably do something that I'm good at. I'm not gonna try to change anything too much. Um, so that's when I started tapping into that market a bit and started mm. niching, having a niche deal with the boxing. Yeah. Right. That's pretty cool. And now you're known as the boxing guy. So that's how you that's how you found your niche uh, was because you done a boxing class and you're like, oh, this this mm. is me. Yeah, it's good. And you felt you felt at home there, right? Yeah, yeah. And is that when you is that when you decided, man? This is I feel like this is the market I need a I need to tap into, or was it just that just happened organically? Um, yeah, both a bit of both. Um, I think um, any trainers there, at Virgin Active, they're very smart. You know, mm. some of the guys there, um, I talk to some of the other guys and girls. Sorry, I talk to, they're very very well educated. Um, well, real educated um, <laughs> and I'm like she's and when they talk about stuff and I'm like yeah 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 okay um, but with me is um, I had to like figure it out you know like you know what what makes me different and and be proud of why I'm different you know I'm, I'm this big brown guy you know what I'll stick to boxing something that I've always grown up with and I'm good at it so I'm like I stay true to myself okay you know what I want to just kind of like cut everything out cut all those booty, blades, booty, booty workout work. yeah and then just start focusing yeah. on boxing and that's where it kind of yeah organically you went that way yeah so how did you keep your clients with boxing keep it new and fresh and um yeah, yeah that's how a good you question so well? how have you done so well mm. with it? um that's a good question you know i think when it comes to um one-on-one when you're holding pads for someone it's very intimate you like you you're basically right here with someone um mm. I think for me to like, I hate saying sell myself to this person. I think with me is um, I always try to make them feel like, damn, I'm getting so good. You know, they hey man, I'm really good at this, and make them feel like no matter how bad the day is. I don't remember before even our sessions they talk about man, I've had a bad day. Man, it's so crazy. You know, kids, the work, and um. So I was like, no, I might have a hit. We have a hit after every session, um, 100% of the time. Nothing but positivity, you know. It feels great for them. So that kind of makes me feel good. Mm. And it, it makes me even, you know, love what I do. You know, just because of that feeling of someone feeling like that. You know? I like that. Yeah, big mm. time. So it's just like, <clears throat> as you know, there's a lot of boxing guys out there. So you yeah. feel like... Uh, you, I feel like you've sort of cracked the code when it comes to boxing. Like you've made it your thing. That's like your niche. Mm. Now. Instead of trying to be like a jack of all trades, you're like trying to, you know, you're mastering one. Yeah. Is that gonna? Are you gonna continue that role? Like uh, just being uh, like, just keep perfecting your craft as the boxing guy and finding different ways to help people reach their goals through boxing. Yeah. Or are you just sort of just using this for now until you find something a little different later on, or is this your thing? Yeah, look, you gotta be open for mm. anything that comes your way. Um, in the future but for me right now I'm happy um, where I'm at with boxing yeah. and I'm happy with where my clients are going with boxing 
um, and where you know also had some crazy results, you know, weight loss result, um, skill wise, or just feeling happy. Mm. I think that's the biggest one for me is when they come in, they feel good, um, and that's a success for me. You know, yes. and that's what I realized afterwards. All those hours up in the morning, early, staying late. No, they all kind of it feels good. It mm. makes you want to do your job a bit more. That's good. I like that too. Mm. It's funny you are the boxing guy. Like it's funny because I like I'll, I'll get messages on my phone. Like I people like they go, "Hey man," and it's like your brother free to do a session next week. Like, one, you live in New Zealand, man. <laughs> there's no way that's going to be happening. But the fact that people overseas are seeing your stuff and they're loving your stuff, man, like that's just a credit to the fact that you know you you are perfecting your craft. And I feel like the more you do it, you're just going to grow. And I feel like you're just going to grow even like, faster and faster. Yeah. How have you managed to sign up so many contracts? Um, again, again, all signing contracts. Um, we have the system at uh, Virgin Active called a 30-day plan. And I took, and I took full, um, what was the word? Advantage. Yeah, I took a thought. Okay. Do you want that again? No. Work us up from start. Ready? Have you managed to sign up so many? Oh, that again. Ready? Have you managed to sign so many contracts? Um, yeah. Again, um, when I when I first started uh, at Virgin, um, and I still use this right now. It doesn't matter how good I get. Um, there's a system at Virgin. It's called Thirty Day Plan. Um, it's a free session that we give to any new members who um, who come to the gym who sign up. You don't make money off it. No, no, no. It's part of your sh- shift, yeah. so you basically just do it because mm. it's your shift. It's like a free session. Yeah, free session. Yeah. So um, I took full advantage of this time that I do get all this one-on-one with this person, and um, what I did was um, I never took it as hey, it's my shift. As this person, I have to just do it. I took it as me going, well, I'm going to give you my best right now. So this is me giving you my best, um, giving you an experience that you will remember. Um, and most of, the, most, of the, most of the 30 day plans I did do, they never signed on a contract at the time. <laughs> they never did. Um, but I knew, down, I knew deep down that they, they remembered me. So eventually, I remember three females who um, I did, they came back to go, hey, you, um, you did my 30-day plan a while ago. Um, I think I'm ready to jump onto some PT Jeez, now. And they remember that 30-day plan. And, uh, and, and 100%, and this is what I totally believe in, that if you make someone remember you, but just being someone, just mm. being helpful. Uh, hey, man, this give is what I... Yeah, give value to yourself. Without expecting it. Yeah, anything. exactly. So when they came back, it was like, that was... That was like a light bulb that went in my head, you know, like every single session, someone is watching you. Yeah. So you give every single session 100%. So that's where I went. I think that's where I think I did really well uh, with the contracts. What is the demographic of your clientele? My clientele? Um, it kind of varies. So I have, you know, it's crazy. I have... No, I have a dentist. Um, he does boxing with me. Uh, his name Aiden. Um, he Shout out to Aiden. Yeah, man. He he turns up every week. He he busts ass when it comes to boxing. I have students. Um, I have businessmen. I have um, mm. businesswoman. Um, nah, it's all over the show. No, but um, I don't really have. I think what the thing that they all have in common is that. They want to learn how to do boxing, mm. um, and um, 
basically the one who can help them out with that. So I think that's what they all have in common. Really. I like that. Yeah. So you must meet a lot of people from all crazy, walks of life, eh? Crazy. I guess that's a pretty cool thing as a PT too, like especially when you got a pretty diverse demographic like that. Well, you you got a dentist, you got a businessman, you yeah, got a students. Heaps of businessmen. Yeah, you know, um, even a guy a good now he's become a really good friend. Most of my clients have end up becoming mm. very good uh, friends because um, I know no one here. So all these people here, be, you know, all my yeah. clients became friends. Like even a guy like Andrew, he's a business guy. He's become real good friends of myself. Um, yeah, so that's good. That's good. I like that man. No, that's real good. Yeah, Andrew, as you guys know, Drew, he was the one that was on the previous uh, podcast. So that's uh, one of the boys from over at uh, Virgin Active. But uh, before we wrap up, before we, I just want to squeeze a little bit more value from you, eh? So I'm just gonna ask you this, man. Oh shoot, shoot. What's what's the one nugget of advice? If you can give one piece of advice to someone, to a PT out there that might be listening. And it's, you know, your advice holds weight because, you know, all these accolades that we've told you before. But what is your one piece of advice that you'll give a PT that is just starting up and, you know, that wants to grow, that wants to be the fastest PT, wants all these? What is your piece of advice? What's that one nugget? Ooh, that's a, that's a big question, man. Um, just from my own experience, you know, um, for me, I think with anyone coming through the business, um, you know, we all know that as trainers, we all know, um, we all do the same certs. We all know the body. We learn all that. Everyone's gone through the same, um, no path to get here. Um, I think that something that would, you know, will separate you from everyone else is that you got to know people. Um, people skills are probably, for me, I'm speaking from experience for myself, is a one tool that, um, you know, basically help me get to where I'm at right now. And if I have to give it to someone who's just come into the business, um, knowing how to deal with people, knowing how people work, um, how they react. And uh, remember, you're dealing with people who have, um, how would I say, how would I say this, um, who are real, um, they're very sensitive. You know, so you got to know how to deal with different clientele. So you don't teach that in books. So you got to actually remember that you're dealing with people here. Mm. Yeah? Um, if I had to squeeze it all in there, that's probably... Yeah, it. that's good. I like that. You know, so it's like... Um, so what you're saying is just, just people skills. Eh? People like skills. Master, master the art of people skills. And listen, man. <laughs> I, know, I know a lot of us don't know how to listen. Active listen, man. Like when they're talking, you just listen and yeah. actually take all that advice on. No, I like that. Mm. So if any of you uh, PTs out there that are starting up or struggling to just build a base or whatever, man, that's some advice right there. At the end of the day, do what you want to do, man. But uh, there's many avenues, I reckon, to get to where you want to be. But um, that's just uh, the story of how this guy got to where he is now. Um, anything you want to add on to, babe? No, you happy with that? Yeah. You really happy with that? Yeah. Yeah, man. It's a shot, babe. But uh, before we do wrap things up, I uh, will give you, give you the floor, mate. You give out some shout outs if you want to give a shout out to. <laughs> but before we do um, go to that, I want to build me personally a big shout out to all the PTs at uh, Virgin Active. 
great. You guys are amazing. You guys are the foundation of that place. You guys hold that place together. And to the reception ladies there, oh my Lord, you guys, your smile when we walk in just, oh, it sets the tone for the rest of the session. And saying that, see you guys tomorrow and uh, keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> now I'll give you the floor, man. I had to say that. Yeah. Also, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, big shout out for me personally. Um, I, it's too many to name. Um, I do want to say, you know what, to my team at Virgin, after all the PTs, um, man, you guys are amazing, and I love you all. And um, um, and also the, the like like uh, Gideon said before, the reception um, girls, um, they helped out a lot with me as well. Um, I don't know everyone, the whole team at Virgin, man, you guys, um, I know it's a good tight family there, and um, you know it's, a, it's definitely a good company to work for. Um, and my man Jay, you're definitely my guy. Um, you know, I've learned so much from you. Um, and man, I'm still picking that brain of yours. Uh, we're doing these workouts that sometimes I wonder why the fuck are we <laughs> doing it? Um, you go for the kill, <laughs> but man, I love it Chops though. Up. So, yeah, yeah, so I can't wait. Um, you know, it's an awesome company, so I can't wait. Ah, shit. You're right. <sighs> tearing up. The man's tearing up. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I saw you stuck my throat, man. <laughs> no, man, I saw you stuck my throat. <clears throat> you alright? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> He's good. You don't do any shout outs, babe? No shout out? Shout out to Gabby and Rose. <laughs> Gabby and Rose. Yeah. Shout out to Gabby, Rose, and Ken. Oh, there oh, you Ken. go. There you go. That's all the shout outs. Sian, his name is Sian. But again, thanks for joining us on another episode of uh, Underdog, uh, brought to you by the boys from uh, Nation 33. <laughs> but uh, yeah, until next time, thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye. Fuck, <laughs> I hear in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs>